Hello everyone, welcome to Switchcraft a Fingerboard podcast. My name is Jana and this time I have a very famous guest. <laughs> Say hello to uh, David Jones. Oh, famous Jana? Don't make me blush. <laughs> What's up everyone? It's your boy David Jones. Two fingers, peace. Just joking, that's Sid. <laughs> but yeah, hey, what's up? <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Yeah, uh, fa- thank you for being on. So one thing I always found uh, found a bit cool and weird at the same time was that you you started out as a regular YouTuber, I would say, and then slowly became more and more fingerboard fo- uh, focused. Is that basically correct? Yeah, I mean... Regular YouTuber, yeah, I guess. Not really. I mean, I started out doing kind of action sports stuff. Mm-hmm. So like um, snowboarding, skateboarding, just mm-hmm. anything kind of board sport related. Yeah. And then around, I think it was 2018, I did my ACL, which is a ligament mm-hmm. in my knee, which takes a long time to heal. So I had got the surgery on that. And then I was just kind of sitting at home all the time. And then I remembered, because fingerboarding something that I've always been doing. And mm-hmm. then I remembered about fingerboarding. I'm like oh, I could fingerboard while I can't do all this other stuff. So I started fingerboarding, and then people just seemed to really like it. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. I like it as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how a lot of us started. Like when I, uh, when I was like quite young in like 2001, because I, uh, I've been in the scene for quite a long time. In 2001, I uh, tore like a nerve in my right leg, uh-huh. and I... Uh, I like my right leg. Uh, I couldn't move my right leg for like three years, and oh, before that, I used to also snowboard and skateboard and climb and mountain bike because I I grew up like in in the in a hilly region of Germany, nice. and I couldn't do anything. And yeah, so I also discovered fingerboarding, and yeah, then quit for that... like ten years and came back. <laughs> That's crazy. How did like? Wait, did you do the do that snowboarding or like skateboarding? I uh, know. I, I wish it was like right. a super weird accident. Like I just fell down a workbench. Like oh no, super unfortunate. Like and I, you actually couldn't move it. Yeah, I uh, I had to like because the nerve was pretty much gone. And oh my gosh! I had to do like electroshock therapy for like two years and yeah. physical therapy for three years and. Like, wow, and you can walk yeah. around fine now. I I can walk around fine, but I I still feel that the leg isn't right. Right, makes sense. Especially oh, when I'm early. when I'm snowboarding, because uh, in cold temperatures it it gets worse. So yeah. uh, I sometimes get like weird muscle cramps, especially yeah. after using my leg a lot and then resting. So the prime example is when it's cold, and I do a lot of sports and rest. So in a lift. In, while snowboarding like yeah, inside sure. my boot my my foot will start moving like super fast oh, no. <laughs> and i can't stop it it's like spasms uh, yeah oh that's but, that's crazy. but that's yeah well yeah. you got fingerboarding <laughs> exactly and me too that's I, yeah exactly yeah, injuries that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of people uh how a lot of people start because mm. It's similar enough where a lot of people can relate who do other board sports and difficult enough so that it takes a while to actually know what you're doing. Yeah, and it's actually fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
like I feel like everyone that skateboards and stuff, they everyone knows how to do at least some trick on a fingerboard. Like if you're into skateboarding, like fingerboarding's just there. Like tech decks and all that, everyone's got a tech deck around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here in Germany, I think it's quite different because a lot of people here in the skateboard community look down on fingerboarding and would never touch a fingerboard. Really? Well, yeah. that's kind of wack. Yeah. It's, especially it in is, the yeah. like hardcore. <laughs> like, I thought isn't Germany's like yeah, Germany's like. I've always thought of Germany being like that's like the birthplace of fingerboarding, or like that's where it, it is. It yeah. is. That's weird how people look down on it. That's kind of whack. It's just a. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we we do have like looking down on someone shop. for like u- using a yo-yo. <laughs> like, yeah, and and I I always think it's so funny when fingerboarders who skate look down on scooter riders, and yeah, because like it's you so fingerboard, petty. like you, you should know that if it's something you like. It, yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. Like people hating on that kind of stuff, like, especially yeah. the scooters. I hate. Like people used to really rip on scooters, and now like I feel like in New Zealand it's not as bad because mm-hmm. I, I I used to be a scooter and then I stopped scootering because I like skateboarding, and then mm-hmm. yeah, I just never never really understood the hating on scooters. Like everyone's just yeah, doing I mean, what they like to do. So yeah, me neither. Yeah, like I I enjoy watching some scooter videos and uh, scooter people rip it's crazy yeah. like <laughs> yeah. i i follow quite a few scooter people on instagram i watch a few scooter things on youtube here and there but i would never step on a scooter because it yeah also my arm it's is lame now. no i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i broke my arm skateboarding so uh yeah oh, the right. whole action sport thing is over for me i mean snowboarding yeah. is still still on the table couldn't couldn't yeah. live without that, but yeah. No, snowboarding epic. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when you first made your big, uh, or let me rephrase that, I first uh, saw you on YouTube when you did your first fingerboard week. Um, can you tell yes. me how that came about? And uh, well, you watched the why, first why fingerboard week. Yeah. I did. The very first one. Wow, you're an OG I viewer f- for the fingerboard content. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, so. The Must have pretty much it. how fingerboard ca- week came around. Pretty much at the time, obviously, I did my ACL, so I couldn't do any board sports. And mm. the PewDiePie, big YouTuber, I don't know if anyone's heard of him. <laughs> he was doing this thing <laughs> called Gaming Week, where he did a whole week of making gaming videos. And then ah. I was like, hmm, I'm going to do the same thing but with fingerboarding because I love you, PewDiePie. <laughs> like, and then, yeah, I did that and people liked it. <laughs> so. Do you remember what your first uh, fingerboard video on the channel was? Oh, yeah. I remember what my... It's not the fingerboard park in one day video. It is actually a fingerboard video I made when I was in Canada. Well, dedicated fingerboard video. It was called um, Fingerboard park in one day challenge something like that but the first time i fingerboarded on this youtube channel was actually a video from canada i'm not really sure what it was called but it was it would have been like 2017 or eight yeah 2017 yeah that was the first time i just bought a fingerboard from the skate shop and i was just trying tricks and i was like whoa i'm really good at this 
<laughs> just joking. <laughs> but like, I loved it. It was so much fun. <laughs> and how did uh, the viewers of your channel react? Like, was it something that was like a natural progression with viewers or did you yeah. realize some, some, uh, some pushback or? Some I mean, there's here? always going to be pushback. You can't please everyone. That's what I've noticed after doing YouTube for like a few years. Like, there's no way of pleasing everyone. <laughs> if I make a fingerboard video, my snowboard audience hates me. If I make a snowboard video, my fingerboard audience hates me. Like, I just, you just got to do whatever the heck you want to do. That's what I'm doing. But <laughs> my first, uh, Fingerboard Week wasn't actually my first fingerboard video. I was making mm -hmm. fingerboard videos before Fingerboard Week. And each time I posted one, they did really good. And the video as I posted in between fingerboard videos, I mean, they did good, but they didn't do like as good. So mm -hmm. I, I was just kind of curious as to what my channel would do if I posted a whole week of fingerboard content. Mm -hmm. And I think after I posted that first week, my channel went from like 100,000 to 160 or something. And then it just kept growing really fast. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because that's something I, I saw over the years with other channels as well, where I feel like dedicated fingerboard uh, youtube channels don't really do that good like there's so many like i would let's call them hardcore uh fingerboard people like yeah that sit around with like 10 to 100 subs on youtube and never get like any traction and right. then uh, we have like a lot of like I don't want to call them non-fingerboarders, but people who got their start on YouTube with non-fingerboarding related videos who then right. post fingerboard videos and they get a lot of traction, which is also always like really weird to me because it seems like the the very, very core fingerboard community doesn't care for YouTube as much, but the YouTube <laughs> yeah. audience really cares for fingerboarding. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you exactly why those people are staying with 100 <laughs> subscribers and stuff. Like, I mean, I love it. I love the core fingerboarding community. Like, all the videos, like, I see, like, Mike's videos. Like, I used to watch the Dirty Harry and all of that. But, like, um, like all the videos are very niche. They're extremely niche. <laughs> like, yes. if you have a title that's, like, fried chicken, that you're not going to get heaps of views. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they're staying. It's kind of, I guess, the YouTube fingerboarding It's kind of combining what I already did, which was YouTube mm -hmm. videos, and combining that with fingerboarding. So I guess I have the the view from both angles, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's and, always and been kind see... of video making first. Yeah. That's what my passion is. I love fingerboarding as well, and snowboarding and all that. But yeah. I really like to make videos. Yeah, and you seem to know what you're doing there. And I oh, think that's, <laughs> that's a big part. And yeah, a lot of uh, fingerboard videos are usually like... I technically have a youtube channel where i upload all my parts but yeah i i never tell anyone that i have a youtube channel because i just park my parts there and right. that's it and yeah and i just found it so so interesting that you and undialed pretty much at the same time got like really big in in the fingerboard youtube yeah. scene and now are like the probably the two biggest channels for fingerboarding on youtube and both didn't really start out as that yeah yeah i i've actually i've talked to Andal quite a bit willie mm -hmm. no he's a cool dude but yeah i don't know that wasn't anything planned or anything it just mm -hmm. just kind of happened i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
He's a scooter um, and I hate him because of it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I love you, bro. You the man. Can't wait to can't wait till we can finally meet up and we can hang out. <laughs> Cuz we're always talking yeah, about it. I I can't wait for the whole world to open up again and Oh yeah, I'm coming to Germany. I want to come yeah, ride definitely. those like public fingerboard parks and stuff. It looks yeah, awesome. We... Germany looks like it's the place to be. Yeah, we uh, we we do have quite a f- quite a few of those in Berlin, and we we obviously have the Aussie shop. Um, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that shop looks so amazing. Yeah, I mean that's that's the the place to be in Germany. I I would say. Mm. Yeah, can't and, wait. Yeah, and I I don't know how much time I've spent there. Like before uh, before lockdown, every Saturday where I had nothing to do, I would just spend like. 10 hours at the shop because nice. yeah, why not <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome is it usually quite like busy with heaps of fingerboarders um yeah usually like usually so cool. uh, there are always like a couple like international visitors that came for fingerboarding like pretty much every weekend you'll get that like someone traveling from russia finland like some some other big country and their parents are basically doing a Berlin trip and they park their kid at uh, at the Aussie shop and yeah yeah that's awesome I remember I Have used to always time. watch the like videos from Germany and you would see all mm-hmm. these spots it would be like so unbelievable because in New Zealand there's nothing like that <laughs> like there's yeah. yeah I mean at the moment it's getting better we actually have a fingerboard store in New Zealand but like nothing like Germany <laughs> oh cool so like so like a pre- brick and mortar store or uh, it's not a physical shop. It's like an online okay. shop. But I know the guy. Oh, he's okay. real cool. He was talking. I think he wants to make a physical shop. And it would mm. be really awesome if he does. Because then we would have a cool place to hang out. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's called Fingerboarding yeah, New Zealand. But it's I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know quite a lot about the Australian scene, but pretty much nothing about the New Zealand scene. And I only know stuff about Australia because I did an interview with three people from Australia there. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, that obviously helped with my knowledge yeah, yeah. of the scene. But <laughs> is there like is is there a scene? Do you have like uh, uh, events or something like that where you meet up or? Um, very low key. It's not really like a huge scene. I mean, there is like there's sometimes people meet up. I'm in a group chat of like fingerboarders in Auckland, which is the city I'm in. And like sometimes they'll go meet up. I haven't managed to make it to any of them yet, but yeah, nothing like huge. It's just kind of like a few friends. I mean, I I tend to like those uh, meetups much more than the big contests nowadays. Right. I've never been to any of. I've never been to a big contest or something. I don't know. Definitely ain't no rendezvous happening in New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, I uh, that's also on my bucket list because I've never been uh, to rendezvous as well. But I've I feel like been it's to... everyone's bucket list. Every fingerboarder's yeah. bucket list is to go to a rendezvous. <laughs> yeah, like a lot, a lot of the like American people have going to Germany on their bucket list, like uh, going to Fast Fingers, going to the Aussie shop, and a lot of the European people have uh, going to rendezvous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just all the videos that come from it, <laughs> it just looks like so much fun. Yeah, it does. And I would finally meet like friends that I've known for years on Instagram and 
voice chats yeah. and stuff like that and never seen person like everyone on the team i'm on like i'm the only one that's not from northern america and oh really yeah yeah all of them uh, like they're all from canada and one from from like across the border but yeah yeah i i've never met any of them and they all been uh, like they all had known each other for like multiple years at this point and mm. i never met anyone <laughs> We need to be able to travel soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at least, like, fingerboard contests are opening back up in Germany again. Like, we... Oh, nice. Like, last weekend, we had basically the first bigger event happening. And, yeah, in a couple of weeks, uh, we will have a few where I'm also going. But, yeah, I'm still waiting awesome. for my vaccination, so I didn't want uh, to do true. anything too crazy yet. Yeah, yeah, true. I got my vaccination the other day, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and sadly, uh, my vaccination is exactly on the same date where the first event in Berlin is happening again. Oh, no. Which, yeah. Well, that's okay. You can just go quickly get it, then rush to the <laughs> rush to the event. Yeah, but I... Because it's, like, right in the morning, uh, like, my appointment is at, like, 9 a.m., yeah. and I think when the real fun at the event starts... Probably the side effects will kick in and I won't have too much fun, but... Oh, right. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Power through it. It'll be okay. <laughs> um, one thing that I also wanted to talk to you about is uh, your the various parks that you've made over the years. Because you, you made quite a lot of parks. Like, yeah. Do, <laughs> yeah, do you I know think... how many uh, at this point? Oh. And do you still have them all? I... I have most of them. Yeah, a lot of them are in the basement. I think I think there's around like 12 full parks. So, yeah, I'm not sure. But those are just the ones I... Yeah, something like that. It's a number around 12. But, yeah, they're all... A lot of them are in the basement. Some of them kind of fell apart, so I had to throw them away. But, yeah, I got a lot of them still here, hanging around. <laughs> Do you still write uh, a few of them, or...? Are the most yeah, I try to. I try to. I got like the giant. I made the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater warehouse. And I have yeah, that sitting in the garage to talk right to now. You about that one. Oh right, yeah. That's yeah, that thing's that, huge. That one. It also looks amazing. <laughs> oh like, yeah. It's um. That, that thing. That thing. Like when I saw. Uh, I think you posted a teaser on Instagram, and mm. a lot of people on Instagram, like everyone, seemed to repost it, and I got a few messages with it and was like holy shit <laughs> yeah yeah no that was definitely like a crazy project to be a part of because <laughs> now i have the park and it's massive and it's super heavy and you need like three people to carry it <laughs> and so i can't get yeah. rid of it <laughs> but, but i wouldn't want to anyway because it's so much fun but yeah i have yeah, that when... one in the garage i have two other ones oh no i have the vans bowl in the mm -hmm. garage I have some other parks which I've been working on for this fingerboard week, which I'm working on, which is coming out in two days. Well, when this when does this podcast come out? Um, in like a week ish. So okay, well, fingerboard week is already out. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so pretty much I've made the revive shred quarters from like Andy Schrock's revive mm -hmm. skateboard company, and I've made a pump track for fingerboards, and that those are two in the garage right now. I have the braille warehouse in the basement mm -hmm. i have the mega ramp in the basement i have yeah i have all the other parks in the basement that i've made yeah 
apart from I think one of the concrete parts parks kind of got destroyed, so I had to throw that one out. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> do you do you have a favorite one, like one that you enjoyed either working on the most or that writes the best? I think the very first concrete bowl I made, because it's it's a copy of a bowl that's at one of my favorite skate parks. Mm -hmm. and it's called the it's a place called Wanaka, and they have it's just a it's like a kind of clover, not clover. It's like a three leaf clover shape, kind of. Mm -hmm. Kind of looks a bit phallic-y. <laughs> but yeah that's that's my favorite bowl that i made it rides really good and i think it was at the time when i made it i've never really ridden any kind of concrete fingerboard obstacles so it was a new experience for me and it's something that i always wanted to try so i was just mm. really hyped on that bowl and i still am because i love it <laughs> yeah a good bowl is is super cool like i've i've been wanting a bowl for ages and i plan on building one but yeah It's so I, much I want to do it in a in a certain way, and it will take a lot of time and yeah. money and space and yeah, 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 for sure. No, it's definitely a bit of a messy procedure. <laughs> like... Yeah, <laughs> uh, you basically basically sculpted yours, right? You did like a understructure yeah. and then sculpted yeah. the whole thing out of foam, and then coated it in concrete, then sanded it down to make it smooth. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I also work with foam a lot. Like uh, basically, my my whole park has like either a, an understructure of foam or had a the mold made out of foam. Because nice. I I work a lot with like miniature making and yeah, I have a lot of foam tools for that. And so oh, awesome. that that's the medium that I chose because I knew what I was doing. Oh, you'll be able to make a really cool bowl then. <laughs> When you yeah, make this bowl, I... you need to make the bowl, Jan. <laughs> yeah, I feel like like if I make it, I want to make like a, an actual mold so I can yeah oh, cast okay. it again. And yeah, it will take a lot of space. And I've been trying to get like a an actual workshop uh, together with a friend, but it seems to not be working at the moment. But yeah, if I get like a space where I can actually create a big mess and work with like dangerous materials, then Yeah, I will do it, but until then, it's on the back burner. Nice. <laughs> well, did you make the um, the park that's that your concrete fingerboard park? Yes, yes. Oh, uh, awesome! And and it's like fully uh, fully modular, so it's all like yeah. all are basically big pieces designed to mostly work with another. And I have like a couple of key dimensions that I repeat on all mm. of them, so that most things I can just switch around and. But I need like two people to move it sometimes. Oh right, right. Because there's you... like a, a big hubber, uh, like a big hubber, and that one I always need my boyfriend to help me move because it weighs yeah. like oh, probably around 50 kilos. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you do the rails on your own park? I uh, know uh, the rails are basically the only thing that I bought, and they're all Black River uh, rails. Because right, Black yeah. River sometimes have have the DIY rails, uh, as they call it, which are basically oh. from from old ramps that they don't do anymore, or they sometimes have replacement rails for ramps they do currently. Yeah. And yeah, you can get them like the old ones. You can get quite cheap. And yeah, every time I see a cool rail, I that's basically the only thing that I buy from Black River. And yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I've been trying I... to work out how to do good rails. That's the only thing that I've been struggling with. Because I don't know how to weld yeah. or anything. Like I wish I did because I'd be able to make the sickest rails for the for my packs. That's the only thing that I've kind of annoyed at. <laughs> um, I think I've I have to look it up, but I I saw someone doing like a uh like someone worked with basically a chemical reaction, like some some sort of glue thing with uh, with oh. another component, where it basically melts the uh melts the metal so it basically welds without you needing to weld oh really um, i'll have to look into that that sounds yeah, ideal <laughs> yeah and that, that's also something that i uh, i looked into and uh, thought about getting a few things for that but then i was like yeah i'll just get the black river rails and see what i can do with that for sure yeah it'll be so cool to just make some crazy rails just like exactly to how you want them on the park because mm. at the moment because i'm making the shred quarters and like i have a rail in there which just have like one of the rails from one of my tech deck ramps fits it perfectly and it looks exactly like the rail they have in the actual park but mm. there's another rail in the park which i have to get well not i don't have to get it custom made but it'll be awesome to get it custom made to make it look mm. exactly like it and yeah i might just decide not to do that rail <laughs> <laughs> just be yeah, so having, much trouble <laughs> having good rails is always like i hate like a wonky rail like if i write something and the rail isn't like fully locked in there that that's something that i i really don't like a rail needs to be like solid and yeah, and that's that's also something i'm i'm struggling with on my part because uh with it being modular i sometimes don't have two points where i can like mm. mold it in or yeah so or pour it in so it's sometimes only fixed at one spot and oh, okay. yeah that sometimes breaks so twisting and around <laughs> yeah and like a couple i think at this point a few months ago uh, one of the rails completely broke off and i been meaning to fix it but yeah yeah <laughs> just have yeah, it go i don't know if it, it yeah because i don't think it will actually work and i oh, much okay, rather right. have it without the rail than trying and having it be on there but barely yeah. and then not getting it off properly yeah right yeah rails we just need a yeah i need to look into this mm, resin no is it resin some kind of chemical no, bond I, yeah thing. i think yeah i think uh, i think it's some sort of glue because there are there are a lot of like let's call them super glues that work with two components that get super hot when you mix the two components and i think yeah. a few of them work as a like basic welding thing yeah i I, th I think i saw someone on youtube do that for a park but i can't really remember from the top of my head but yeah mm. nice um but the uh for the uh for the tony hawk park you basically got someone else to help you right yeah, that was actually a whole thing I did with Activision, like the game company. Mm -hmm. So they asked me if I wanted to make the park by myself. And initially I said yes. And then they went into a bunch of details and they're like, we want it to be really good and like really detailed. And I was like, oh, I don't know. That's that sounds like a lot of pressure. <laughs> then they said, like, we can get we can try hire a model maker to help like to make this park for you. And I was like, all right, let's do that. And then. It ended up being me helping, well, me and him kind of co-creating this fingerboard mm -hmm. park at his house, which is actually a long way from my house. 
like i had to drive like an hour and a half to get to his house every day to make this thing <laughs> like that, that that's a long yeah. commute <laughs> yeah and then yeah it's just they guess i guess they sent us some game plans of the park i mean i i already knew the park because i played the games but yeah. Yeah. i i think like a few of the tony hawk levels i could probably draw quite accurately from <laughs> yeah. the top of my head because i spent so much time in them like like when yeah. i when i injured my leg in like 2001 like tony hawk pro skater 2 and fingerboarding were like the two things i did and yeah, uh, yeah. supreme snowboarding like a bad snowboarding game from 20 years ago at this point oh, i haven't heard of that <laughs> I, I mean yeah it's it was it was cool and I actually uh, found it on eBay a couple of years ago and I sometimes okay. still play it but I mean it's a twenty year old computer yeah, game yeah. that wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah. Did you play? Have you played Skate? Like all the Skate games? Um, not really, because I I never really was into consoles. Oh, like okay, I, right. I'm a PC gamer at heart, and yeah. but I do play a lot of uh, Skater XL. Mm, yeah, I haven't but, played Skater XL, but a lot of people are yeah. telling me to play it. So maybe I mean, I'll have to play it. <laughs> I mean, it's it has its like pros and cons because the developer really doesn't seem to care about the community at all, and right. yeah, that's that's putting a lot of people off. Because yeah, yeah. on on PC it works perfectly, but on console I don't recommend even trying. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it, it's that bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm really hyped for Skate Four. That's what I'm really hyped for, because I, I mean, I really love the skate games. Mm. Oh, oh, I also love the Tony Hawk games. Activision paid me to say this. No, they, they, didn't. <laughs> they didn't, but yeah. Yeah, I, I still love all the Tony Hawk games. Like, that's a, that's I mean... another thing. That's, um, sorry, on the park, I just want, before I forget, a lot of, I if you didn't notice, in that, the Tony Hawk video, so much stuff was blurred out. Even like, there's this graffiti yeah, thing I did on the I park. I saw that, that I saw out. that. Yeah, there's this pink wording on the park that I had to blur out because it said skate. And it was, um, yeah, I kind of forgot that there was an, like, the direct competitors had a game called skate. And I wrote that on the Tony Hawk Park. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I kept, uh, kept trying to figure out what that was or why that was. Because I, uh, like, I thought that it uh, was your peen thing that you oh, right. created yeah, yeah. and <laughs> that it was something like that where you created a graffiti and they didn't want the word peen on there or something <laughs> yeah. like that but i think i did sneak peen on somewhere in that park i'm not sure <laughs> i think it was it was like a really little graffiti piece yeah but no it just said skate <laughs> so they made me blur that one out and every other logo a lot of people didn't seem to realize what was going on in that video they were like why why'd you blur out all of this stuff? Like it's a it's an Activision video, like Yeah. <laughs> it's how it works when you're dealing with these brands. Yeah. Yeah, I mean big companies probably do have to Yeah. Yeah. Be a bit more lenient than than us regular people. Yeah, it's annoying deal uh, I like dealing with brands, but I also hate it. I hate mm. having to go through the struggle of getting everything right for what these other these big companies want. Not yes. if any big brands are listening, I would love to work with you. But it's annoying how tedious some of you are. <laughs> you're, uh, you're constraining my creative vision. 
one thing I kept wondering in the in the Tony Hawk uh, Park video was uh, working with a model maker that obviously doesn't have a fingerboard background. Uh, were there some things that he did that felt weird to ride or something like that? Because I sometimes see people that aren't too big into fingerboarding, building parks, and then yeah. only later realizing that some dimensions are off or some some things are in the way of riding or, yeah. Well, I think that's kind of why I was there or like helping out so much because mm -hmm. I was kind of, he kind of, Raul, the model maker, he like presented some stuff where the dimensions were a bit off. So I kind of said, oh, we got to change that part there and we got to make that transition a bit like more mellow because some mm -hmm. stuff just wouldn't really work if you transitioned it straight from the game, which is what he was yeah. trying to do. So yeah. yeah, that's what kind of what my job was, just kind of making it all work. And I think it turned out pretty good because it all works. It did. And it, it looks amazing. Like it, it looks like it does in the game. Yeah, it's really fun as well. <laughs> I just wish it was easier to move around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like some something about parks are super light and I I I'm always put off by that. Like a Black River Park doesn't weigh much. Like Right. You could you could lift it by yourself. But every time I build a park, it's impossible to move. Yeah. I've never actually used a Black River Park. That's another thing that I've always wanted to like use. Huh. <laughs> yeah. You don't come across too many of them in New Zealand. Yeah, I I guess yeah, probably the the closest one would probably be Australia cuz they think so, yeah. they have a few, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I probably my first yeah, I I think Black River was actually the first obstacle that I ever rode. Because right. here we, we didn't really have tech deck ramps. Like, I still never rode a tech deck ramp. Like, oh, true. Oh. Yeah, because when I... in Germany. Yeah, not really. And up until a couple of years ago, you couldn't even get tech decks in Germany. Like, you could get a few knockoff brands, but only, like, two years ago or something like that, they started uh, their German distribution again. And, yeah, right. before that, there just weren't any in in like stores or i mean yeah. you can buy everything online but yeah yeah that's crazy because in new zealand it's the other way around we only have tech deck stuff apart from yeah. the new fingerboard shop but yeah tech deck stuff is everywhere in new zealand <laughs> yeah and i mean getting getting stuff like black river is probably a huge hassle because with all yeah. the shipping <laughs> and yeah for sure yeah. i think so <laughs> i think and when when they get here, the prices are just jacked super high because of it. Yeah. Like, it, it's similar here. When when you try to buy, like, US stuff in in German or European fingerboard yeah. shops, it's also, like, super expensive. And those are usually, like, very small items, like wheels. Like, Joycult yeah. wheels always, like, every time I order from Joycult or friends of mine do, they end up in customs and you need to pay like an additional 20 bucks and oh, you already yeah. spent like 15 to 20 bucks for shipping itself. And then you basically pay double uh, for a set of wheels. Yeah. Dang, they get held up in customs. Yeah. I guess yeah, they have no idea what they are. <laughs> I uh, like, I had to go to customs quite a few times for fingerboard stuff hmm. and it's always like, they probably always think that it's some kind of drugs 
because <laughs> yeah. like especially with wheels and yeah and i always have like a an additional deck with me to show them like here yeah, this is what <laughs> this it is looks it. like and this is this how are you what smuggling drugs for. in this thing <laughs> yeah you're hiding it in the wheels <laughs> yeah i mean like ages ago like in 2006 i think i was at uh fast fingers and on the mm. way back i traveled with a bunch of friends and we all had the uh i think it was called the dichi box it was from black river like a fingerboard box with storage oh, and yeah. it had like a like a higher like the thing uh, there was a thing on the left where you could put trucks and wheels and that was higher up than the rest so that uh the yeah it has had a lot of like depth for the boards and a like very shallow part for the wheels and yeah. under that it was hollow so we were we were waiting at a train station and standing like at a bakery killing time and playing a game of skate on a table yeah. and suddenly like two two people walk up and say hey uh, put your hands on the uh, on the table and uh, <laughs> put out your id and yeah then those were undercover cops and i spent like half an hour in a like back at, uh, like in a side alley of the train station oh my God. getting vetted like my my whole body like with gloves what? and everything because they they but thought they they thought they were like you're sneaking drugs in the box. Yeah, yeah, because oh the, the box had like a hollow thing under under where you put the uh, yeah. the trucks and wheels, but you couldn't remove it. Like it was just a piece of wood that was glued in there. But yeah, yeah since it was so hollow, and I think we looked like we were the ones <laughs> taking drugs. <That's> sketchy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and these the people <laughs> playing with miniature fingerboard, <laughs> miniature skateboards are definitely sketchy. And the <laughs> the funny thing was that. Everyone else, like I was with like three or four people and all of them uh, smoked a bong right before we left. All of them <laughs> right. had weed in their pockets and I was the only one that didn't smoke and didn't have anything on me. <laughs> they and they started with me. Yeah, and they started with me. And when, when I came back, uh, they were like, okay, we're now getting the next person. <laughs> but we were like, yeah, our train is leaving and like, 10 minutes and we need to get yeah. to the other side of the train station. Then they made a few calls and let us go. Oh, and yeah. then when we were at the, at the tracks, uh, my friends were like, oh, so glad they started with you. And they all started pulling out their, uh, their <laughs> weed and stuff. And yeah, they all started applying like, it back in their fingerboard boxes. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> like taking one for the team, I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right, Yana, open your fingerboard box. We're putting our weed back in there. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was so like. Also, when the last fast fingers happened, there also was a was a bust where uh, some members of the fingerboard community got busted in their car with a lot of weed. Oh, no. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, it seems yeah, like a lot. A lot's going down at these fingerboard events. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, it was it was fun in a way, with the but. Law. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I actually got kicked out of a uh, of an outdoor spot once for fingerboarding, no. which was super weird. <laughs> you got kicked out? How do you get yeah. kicked out of an outdoor fingerboard spot? It was it was uh, like in between a few houses, and because uh, it's a basically a big sculpture, and it's right. perfect for fingerboarding because it's like a few blocks all in like various sizes or all the yeah. same size but all like various heights. And it's like very long. It's probably like ten meters long, 
and it starts at like fingerboard height and goes down to like knee knee height and okay. it's a it's a really cool spot but uh it was like during yeah last summer so right in the like right during covid and oh okay <laughs> A lot That's of other. <laughs> now, I think the main reason was that a lot of other like sixteen-year-olds were gathering there to drink because mm. they couldn't go to to a bar or anything like that, and they walked over to us because they saw us filming with lights and everything. And yeah, yeah, then it got like super loud, and then the police were like, yeah, "It's too loud. You need to leave." And we're like, but, but those people just walked over. We don't have anything to do with them. <laughs> yeah. Just let us figure board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. These cops need to get educated. No, I got, I remember I got kicked out of a place for fingerboarding once as well. This is like an underground car park. Well, it was actually me and my friend. We were filming a fingerboard game of skate. And I guess the security guard didn't like us. And he walked over and he's like, hey, you guys need to get out of here. And I'm just there squatted on the ground, just fingerboarding. <laughs> And I was like, oh man, we really just got kicked out of this place for fingerboarding. This is crazy. We weren't even skate like I know you get kicked out of that place real easy for skateboarding, but like we weren't <laughs> we weren't even skateboarding. Yeah, I I don't think I ever got kicked out for skateboarding somewhere oh, what? that I think of it. Yeah, because like I spend a lot of time in like underground garages when it rained. Because that, that was like the only thing you could go yeah. when it was raining to skate. <laughs> and also, I uh, like during during studies, I uh, I slacklined a lot. Oh, okay, and we yeah. would also, uh, like we had a like multiple story garage somewhere. And the upper story, like no car would ever go there. And there were yeah. like a few big pillars. So we would hang up a slackline in the garage. And... Nice. <laughs> slackline is awesome. I love slacklining. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah but i like can you do like cool slackline I, tricks i i could like back then i <laughs> could do a few tricks but oh, I, okay. I wasn't don't want to talk great. yourself up too much i'm the man at slacklining <laughs> <laughs> like backflips and like they're like drop you know how they like drop to their butt and like the, uh, oh, yeah that, i i could actually do that one the oh bounce. nice but uh that trick like because a friend of mine was really into it and she worked at uh, one of the companies that was close by. And through them, we got into like a super elite circle where I was like, I have no idea how I got here. <laughs> the elite uh, slacklining circle. Yeah, because uh, it, it ended up, because it ended up, because they had like a, like a, a gym or like a, like a thing somewhere where they had like a foam pit. And they could rent, oh. it one, rent it once a month and put a bunch of slack lines there. And oh, yeah. there were like a lot of times there were uh, World Cup uh, slack liners on there. Because every time World Cup yeah. people were anywhere near, they would visit the company and they would take them to that place. So, yeah, and one time there was like a World Cup in the next week or something like that. So at that time, everyone who was like really good at slack lining was there. Yeah. And it was super weird because I was doing like the super basic trick and yeah. like the guy after me would do a double backflip. Oh, right. <laughs> it felt so... Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, but they were so cool about it because like, they were celebrating me landing a butt bounce the same way they celebrated the other guy doing a double backflip. Like, yeah, that's awesome. That, yeah, that felt yeah, cool, that's, but... That's how it's got to be. That's like with skateboarding as well. Yeah. Like you see someone 
like even like the really good skaters at my skate park like you'll cheer on like the people that aren't as good because like (laughs) if you're only cheering on people that are really good like it's kind of whack (laughs) <laughs> and you know how it feels to land your first kickflip or your first ollie or your first drop-in, like... Yeah. And it's also, it like, doesn't... the the encouragement from, like, someone that's better than you. Like, that hits yeah. way harder than, like, yeah, anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. the the guy doing the double backflip, like, he... Like, I got out of the foam pit and he hugged me and was like, oh, that was super cool. And I was like, you just did a double backflip. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, oh my and gosh, double backflip that... guy thinks I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. And the the main thing was like when I when I tried it, uh, like the first few attempts, I would uh, fall backwards like really hard. And every time right. I would basically dive head first backwards into the foam pit, I would yeah. think like, okay, I now would have broken my neck for the fourth time in a row. <laughs> and and after that, I I could never really do it on a solid ground. Like every time. I was right. near solid ground. I had always someone standing behind me so they could catch me if I fall backwards. Hmm. But so I could do the trick, but I was never really that comfortable with it. The and, mental barrier. Yeah. And that's the same thing with skateboarding. And yep. yeah, especially when your head gets after in the way. an injury for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't I stepped that. back when I, like I, I busted my left oh, arm. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like a 20 centimeter long scar. Oh my gosh. You've, and, got, you've done everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I have and that one was like when i tried to get back into skateboarding after 15 years so yeah, yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and yeah. i haven't stepped on a skateboard ever since and yeah are you gonna will again. no oh, yeah, surely. the thing was the thing was i was so scared though like i could like i could the muscle memory was still there i could do most things that i was able to do 15 20 years ago but my my head was so out of it and i was scared yeah. of falling all the time and a few simple things my head just blocked for example doing a kick turn in in transition like yeah. as soon as i was like invert or anything like that i my body just shut down and i stepped off the board and i knew stepping down from the board in transition it's yeah. way more dangerous than <laughs> actually just taking the bail and yeah. yeah and rolling. But yeah, and I was like, I will. I just kn- knew that I would hurt myself, and oh, that's, and if, there's yeah. always that crazy mental barrier after coming back from an injury for sure. Like after yeah. I did my ACL, like coming back to snowboarding and skateboarding, like it's always kind of in the back of your mind, no matter how mm-hmm. hard you try to like not think about it. It's always just like just like just gnawing at the back. Yeah, absolutely. And I did like, uh, like I, I fell on the backside board slide mm. and I did like three before that. And I started to get comfortable. Like I was like, okay, I, I now got the hang of it again. And I would always take time before doing it, like a good 10 minutes, like standing there, what looking at the thing. And then a yeah. friend of mine was like, come on, you got this. I saw you do it like three times already. I was like, okay, I got this roll up and shoot out and yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and like for like i knew that i shouldn't try to catch myself but yeah muscle memory kicked in and my left arm went out backwards to brace oh. myself and it basically bent in the wrong direction and that's how you got that one that scar yeah because yeah because it right. bent like the full 90 degrees in the wrong oh, direction oh my gosh yeah it, it didn't look good like oh. 
It was rough. Yeah, sounds rough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fingerboarding is a lot safer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever gotten a fingerboard injury? Not really. But no, I mean, neither. But I find it super funny that when you get other injuries that would wouldn't bother anyone mean like some of those mean that you can't fingerboard for a week like i yeah i cut my uh one of my fingertips yesterday and yeah. it's a super minor cut but i can't fingerboard for the next few days because yeah i saw yeah. that on your instagram story <laughs> yeah but there was i did um you know when you play basketball like sometimes a basketball will just smash right into the end of your fingers yeah, yeah. like that one will put you out of fingerboarding for a little while <laughs> that, that sucks mm-hmm. i remember that used to happen to me quite a bit because i used to play basketball a little bit yeah, yeah. You, I used to play baseball quite a lot uh, and softball. And yeah, when a when a ball hits your fingertips or just bends Whoa. your fingers back, yeah, yeah. It means you're out of commission for a bit. Yep. No, that's it's such a annoying feeling. It's so annoying. Why can't I just catch the ball? Yeah. <laughs> but I think we'll uh, we'll get to the next section because there's one thing i like to do with all of my guests and i call it the rapid fire even though it's anything but rapid (laughs) anything but rapid (laughs) it is just the fire (laughs) yes i mean it's pure fire yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah so uh, the idea is to get through those uh, questions rather quickly but if you spend a bit on some of those questions i don't really mind cool so yeah let's see how this goes What's your favorite wheel? Oak wheels. I've, yeah. I, I bought oak wheels when I first bought my very first kind of professional fingerboard setup. I got oak wheels with mm-hmm. it. And I've never had, like, wheels that are grippy. I've only had plastic wheels. And I mm-hmm. tried them, I lo- and I really like how they feel, and I really like how they look. Because they look exactly like the wheels I have on my actual skateboard, which mm-hmm. is cool. It's, it's awesome. So, yeah, oak wheels, my favorite wheels at the moment. Yeah, and, and uh, the guy who makes the wheels is also super nice. Like, he's one of the nice people oh, ever in fingerboarding. Well, that's just an added bonus, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, and being at his event uh, a couple of years ago at this point was, like, the best fingerboarding experience ever. Like, nice. his event, if you ever make it to Europe, try to make it to Pateo. Cause yeah, for sure. That was insane. That's so cool. Uh, what's, what's his, his favorite, name? Uh, uh, his name is uh, uh, Ricardo. Oh, Ricardo. And, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, and he has, uh, I hope I remember <laughs> that correct. But yeah, he he has like this studio-ish thing where, uh, yeah, it's uh, like in the, in a... Actually, I think I've seen a video from it. I've seen a video yeah, of like people going. Probably, and, and yeah. uh, like so many peop- people are there. And uh, it's in Porto, in Portugal. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Flint is always there because uh, the guy Lodge from Flint is a good friend of his. So you have a lot of the like core, uh, f- core Portuguese people, nice. and then you have like I would say a lot of the core community from from other countries as well. Because once you've been to a Fast Fingers and stuff like that, Patir is the next item on your bucket list, and right. it's like it's kind of small like i think it was like only 30 40 people compared to a fast fingers where there's like a couple hundred yeah but everyone there is like a legend in the scene like that's so cool you you feel a bit out of place 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so awesome. So that's in that's the whole thing's in Portugal. Yeah, in in Porto. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, and it's it. I can I can't recommend it enough. Like, it was a yeah. blast. Oh, I bet. Uh, what's your favorite deck and shape? Um, honestly, my favorite deck is just I'm not sure if it's like the classic Berlin wood shape, but it's the first Berlin wood deck I ever got. Like that. That shape for that deck is so nice. <laughs> and how, I like how, how the Berlin Wood it? has a really big nose and like a kind of shortish mm-hmm. tail, which I don't know, it's kind of more like, feels like an actual skateboard, like a miniature actual skateboard. And that's what mm-hmm. I think I like. Yeah. Yeah, over the years, they they gotten a bit away from the actual skateboard look. Because when, when I right. started, it was basically just a scaled down version of a skateboard. But yeah. I think back then, most decks were basically a dual tail or double tail like there wasn't re- uh, really or double nodes there wasn't really a difference between nose and tail but yeah. other than that it was like super skinny super long because it was yeah a scaled down yeah i like that yeah i like the um i think it's a 32 millimeter one i have mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know i like the shape i think it looks good and i and it feels good so yeah berlin wood i like them yeah, and, and I mean, Burlwood is a pillar of, of, the, yeah. <laughs> of the history and everything. Uh, one thing that I just remembered I want to ask you about is the Tony Pork thing. How did, you're speaking of decks, how did that oh, come Oh, my about? company? Yeah. Oh, Pork Mingwoods, yeah. Well, pretty much, I got a lot of comments on my videos about, I know, it's a lot of people that can't really afford to buy, like, an $80 fingerboard deck. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to give them something that they can afford. That's like good. And yeah, so I created pork fingerboards. It's cool because I, I really like the graphic and because it's super funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that graphic came from my first um, old school fingerboard, DIY old school fingerboard video. So, yeah. <laughs> and Tony um, Hawk's one of my, one of my inspirations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, yeah, he's he's the goat, like the hawkster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't imagine how many times I watched. Like he was basically my my guide to skateboarding because I didn't have yeah. like skateboard videos uh, growing up, and having the clips and Tony Hawk. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I and know the one because <laughs> it, it wasn't like uh, 2001, so YouTube wasn't really that big yet and Mm. yeah having like actual skate footage in the video game was such a big deal for me and yeah because i usually only watched skate videos at skate shops and having something at home where i could watch it was so foreign yeah yeah (laughs) i also really like i really like designing graphics it's so much fun (laughs) like What's your favorite trick on flat? Uh, front side flip. And I favorite think it feels one nice. on? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And favorite one on an obstacle? Uh, probably. Well, like uh, like what kind of like a rail or something? And I like Smith anything... grinds. <laughs> Smith grinds feel and really. Any any obstacle like what's your like go to obstacle and your go to trick? Oh, probably I have a Black River ramp. It's a staircase with a yellow down bar. And yes. that's that's my go-to obstacle if I have enough space for it. And 
it's either that or it's the Black River Ramps. It's a concrete um, barrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my other one. If I don't have as much space, yeah. So yeah, yeah the, I usually just do the a yellow rail. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> the the yellow rail is super good. Like I yeah. I have the same rail, just not in yellow on my part, and it's my favorite rail ever. Yeah, it's really nice. I like it's like a perfect length, perfect height. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite song right now? Oh, favorite song right now. Ooh, hold on, let me just. I have a lot of songs. It always changes. I have so many songs that like go through my head, and like mm-hmm. it changes day to day. But at the moment, yeah, same. I listen to a lot of this band called Cobra Man. They do. Um, they make these songs. Their genre is power disco, and they did pretty much mm-hmm. all of the songs are made for a skate video by these guys called the warble and like they're specifically made for the video and well, i think and yeah i don't know they, i've been listening to them a lot the past week it's probably gonna be different next week though so you have to ask me that yeah, same. <laughs> yeah f- for me it's currently orbit culture it's a new band i found but yeah because yeah. the the like running theme is that i never know any any song that anyone else is mentioning oh, and right. most people have never heard of the bands and genres i listen to so yeah. Right. What kind? Of, what genre is that? Um, I I do listen to quite a few genres, but mainly it's some metal subgenres. So, oh, metal! Nice. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That band is from a subgenre called melodic death metal, and yeah. melodic Wait, death metal and uh, no, uh, oh. pretty much pretty much every metal band is either from Norway, Sweden, or Finland. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know Finland loves metal. I know because yeah. I've, I've been to Finland and like a lot of my Finnish friends are like, yeah, they're really into it. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're from Sweden and like I mainly listen to uh, Finnish uh, melodic death metal and a bit of Swedish melodic death yeah. metal. And can you do like yeah. the death metal like screams? <laughs> oh, you can! <laughs> can you say? Yeah, but I'm not that good. <laughs> so that's my best. Just, it's, it's like, uh, like, what, like what's a death metal thing to say in a scream uh, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's not just uh, uh, evil stuff <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> yeah I, I also listen to a lot of uh, a subgenre like it's it's a subgenre of speed metal which is a subgenre in itself and the genre is uh, called black and roll, and it's a mix between black metal and rock and roll. So you listen, yeah, you listen, to, you listen to some hardcore stuff. <laughs> you yeah, would not like uh, Cobra Man. They're a bit more, <laughs> more po- poppy, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I like. I, I always say I like. I like fast music. Like I. Oh, I like. Yeah. I don't. I don't like anything slow. But I do listen to quite a few things. Like I, I grew up in the gothic scene in germany like i spent yeah. like probably 10 years going to gothic clubs every weekend oh, okay and so the whole like gothic electro and post-punk thing is yeah. also near and dear to my heart and do ska, you like mcf i don't know that to be my honest. chemical romance oh uh, no really i love them they're so good <laughs> no I mean, I mean i did listen to a few songs back in the day but I probably could only tell you one song of them. 
surely yeah. they got some epic songs <laughs> i never used no. to like them then i listened to like one of their whole albums and i was like oh oh this is cool <laughs> but yeah maybe i should give them another uh, try if you give them another I've... chance only listen to welcome uh what the black parade that album the yeah, other that, albums are kind of more soft that that's the only uh the only song i actually know <laughs> oh okay right oh what you there's some they have some crazy like if you like explosive music they have some explosive songs yeah maybe probably not because as explosive as norwegian death metal but for me it's explosive <laughs> <laughs> lately i've been giving a lot of bands a second chance because uh, like type of negative was something i never listened to growing up and i've been enjoying them lately. nice but yeah you probably don't know them either <laughs> i think i think the the singer is probably that longer than you are alive <laughs> oh right, right oh i listen to a bunch of old music just i don't know i'm not too knowledge i'm not too educated on the death metal scene <laughs> yeah and I, I mean it's a it's a subgenre of a subgenre so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't doesn't really matter too much um do you prefer outdoor or indoor fingerboarding uh, hmm. i mean i have done a lot of outdoor fingerboarding just in the streets which is also, which is really fun but your hands get really dirty so I don't know, and, and your tape gets dirty, and your wheels. Yeah, everything gets dirty. Like yeah. you don't want to like you, and then you accidentally touch your face, like with your hand. You're like, oh, mm. oh, oh, gross. But yeah, it's really fun. But I think probably indoor. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the one good thing about COVID. I now have so many bottles of hand sanitizer that <laughs> yeah. I always have one in my bag, and yeah. Nice. Oh, I think my my laptop's battery might die it's got nine percent we'll, we'll try should, to it should, last, it. it should be good for like another 10 minutes i think then we'll, we'll try to actually yeah. do a rapid fire uh, okay, <laughs> what's the favorite uh favorite obstacle uh, i think we had that already all right we'll uh, say i'm gonna say the black river uh the black river ramps concrete barrier that's my favorite obstacle. Uh, concrete wood or granite I've never, I haven't used much granite, which is something I've always wanted to try because it, it sounds cool and it's really smooth. But if I could pick any, probably concrete. Nolly switch regular fakie. Regular. Yes. I'm boring like that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite fingerboard video? Um, yeah, I've, I used to, uh, what was it called? I used to watch it all the time. It was just, it was one of Mike Schneider's videos from ages ago. Oh, I forgot what it was called though. It was probably just, I don't know. I used to just binge watch all of Mike Schneider. <laughs> so yeah, all of Mike Schneider's stuff. Uh, I can't tell you a specific video, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also probably couldn't. <laughs> Maybe it was fried my... chicken. <laughs> Maybe. because mike basically happened right after i left the scene so yeah the whole mike schneider like when i came back wait, into to i've got it yeah oh wait no you know you got it you go <laughs> no i i was like who the hell is mike schneider like i i didn't know anything but i did know people from like 15 years ago but yeah yeah i think i know i do i remember what my favorite fingerboard video is at the moment my favorite fingerboard video is the um the barracks sorry for fingerboarding video 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love the filming in it. I love the song choice, and it. I don't know. It looks so cool. <laughs> it it's a cool video, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, all of all of the people in the video are also super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you prefer flat ground or uh, with an obstacle or a park? I've never really used any proper fingerboard parks apart from the ones that I made. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Probably, um, I mean, a park. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. it's pretty fun because you could also do flat ground on the park. But yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> uh, heel flip or kick flip? Kick flip. Oh, I really like varial heels though, in anything varial heel yeah. related. Yeah, so, varial uh, heels are also nice. Yeah. Much better say, than varial flips. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh no, they look way cooler. Probably kickflip. Yeah. If we're talking about straight, like a straight heel flip mm-hmm. versus a straight kickflip, probably kickflip. But I, I really do like a varial flip into a nose grind. That That's a trick that just works. Yeah, it does. It like the truck meets it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite fingerboarder that isn't Mike Schneider? <laughs> um, I mean, there's just the I only know the guys I follow on Instagram. Like, there's um, this guy called his Instagram name is actually Fingerboard Week. Funny enough, but I re- I like his edits; they're really cool. I like his style. <laughs> yeah, have to check that out. I yeah, don't know that one. And I, I follow a lot of people on Instagram, I feel like. Mm. Um, what's your favorite food right now? Sushi. Yeah, it's really it's, my it's always my favorite food. So sushi, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a lot of like seafood uh, in New Zealand? Yeah, we're well, we're an island. So there's yeah. always like sea creatures and stuff around us. Got some big sharks yeah. roaming around. <laughs> I figured... Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite skateboarder? And let's Ooh. do the same thing with fingerboarding that isn't Tony Hawk. So. Oh yeah, I wasn't gonna say Tony Hawk. <laughs> Nigel Houston. No, I'm just joking. It's like the <laughs> other one. <laughs> like, oh, my favorite skateboarder is actually a guy that no one will know, even if I say his name. His name's Sam Christie. He's actually just one of my friends. But yeah, I really like his style. But if we're talking about people that people know, probably Karen Caples. Do you yeah. know Karen Caples? Uh, no, no don't you don't. You look like you don't know Karen I, Caples. I, I thought, uh, like, initially I thought you said Kareem Campbell, but then I was like, oh, no, no, that's not it. No, he's like Karen Caples. I think his style is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do watch a bit of skateboarding still, but I'm not as, like, well-versed as I was, like, when I was 15. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, do you prefer loose or tight or medium trucks? Mm, probably loose. I think. Yeah, I think it do looks you like better it when, when they like... rattle. Or oh no, not no. that loose. But okay. like, I guess if we're talking about rattling being the extreme of loose, then medium. <laughs> like... No, no, I, I would say rattling is the extreme extreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, loose. I like when when you do like a grind, like the truck pinches. It looks mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, what was your last personal NBD? So the last trick you did that you never done before? Oh, <laughs> I did. Um, 
it's kind of like i have i just have this tech deck deck i've just been playing with so <laughs> it was on a rail it's a really dumb trick but i've i tried it for ages so pretty much it's like a half front foot impossible then you catch mm-hmm. it there and then it's like a 5-0 with the very tip of your board do that down the rail then pop back over that was that was the last thing i did that i never did before <laughs> it's definitely a weird one yeah oh yeah it's a weird trick <laughs> But yeah, I, I sometimes like uh, truck stands and mm. freestyle-ish things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was originally just trying to do a front foot impossible to nose grind, I think. But mm-hmm. then, like, I accidentally caught it in a truck stand, and I was like, "Oh, looks like yeah. we're trying this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to do a lot of tricks like that back back in the day, but I gotten a bit away from them. Right. I think somewhere on Instagram I still have a video where I do only like flat ground tricks and like freestyle tricks. But yeah. yeah, that was probably the last time I actually did one. Right. Yeah, I usually just like I like to do realistic tricks, but then mm-hmm. I don't know, sometimes I get bored. So I just <laughs> try random stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I mean my favorite skateboarder was always Rodney Mullen. So oh, yeah. I like a lot of like freestyle. Rodney shit and and they one song shit. Yep, he was yep. my other favorite. Nice. I mean, if you like Rodney, you have to like Day One because yeah, they're of similar minds. I feel like I feel like you can't not like Rodney Mullen. He's epic. He's su- such yeah. a cool dude as well. Yeah, I was about to ask you if you prefer one or multiple setups. Uh, I have multiple setups, but they're all like the exact same setup. <laughs> so it's like okay. it's pretty much having the same setup. <laughs> yeah, I think the only difference is the wheels. I have one deck with oak wheels, one deck with black river wheels, one deck with flat face wheels. Yeah, I, I do a similar thing as well because I have a lot of setups with uh, uh, with a five lock shape, uh, like uh, the tech five from five lock, all in thirty three point three width because that's my thing. Yeah. And yeah, uh, they all have different wheels, but I probably have like five of them. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> and I have like some with plastic wheels, some like a lot with various urethane wheels, some big ones, some smaller nice. ones. Yeah, cool. Whatever I feel like right now, and I usually just ride the same one all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always just end up going back to the one, just that yeah. one board. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's close to being retired, like. Oh, right. It's, it, it's getting there where, like, I, I actually uh, had had gone through a whole set of wheels. Like, the last set of wheels was basically down to the, the bearing. Like, Oh, there, really? There wasn't a, yeah, there oh. wasn't much left of the wheel because my park yeah. is quite aggressive. Uh, oh, okay. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. it eats wheels. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, there That's kind of cool looking, spot. though. It, it was, but there, when it the was wheels a get flat worn spot. Down? Yeah. yeah. The, the flat spot was right up to the bearing, like, yeah. and I wanted to ride it until they fall apart, but they uh, fell apart when I was just cleaning them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit anticlimactic after shredding them for a couple of months yeah. on my park, but yeah, <laughs> they're worse things. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's uh, your most hated trick in a game of skate? uh nollie heel or switch heel same thing yeah yeah they're just the trick that i can i've never seemed to get my head wrapped around them i can do them like give me Mm -hmm. like five tries i'll land on but like i can't i don't have them consistent at all yeah 
So I feel like I, a lot I of people them... seem to think Nolly Hills are kind of whack. I mean, not whack, hard. <laughs> and and I think even worse are Nolly in what heels. Like that's. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I, don't I, can, I, can I don't think do I've done trick. one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've done one either. I might have done one heels, by accident, like, but yeah. I, I don't think I even done one on accident. Right. They're just that far away from me. And <laughs> Nolly Hills at some point I just. I, I figured out kinda, but yeah, like you, I can never get them like super consistently. Yeah. It'd be good to have them consistent. Get everyone on Legends yeah. and Games Escape. Apart from the people yeah. that have them consistent, but you know. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like getting them into grinds, like every time I do, it's a big deal for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I did an I think I did a Nolly Hill Nolly Hill five O or nose grind once, and like mm-hmm. that took me forever. <laughs> yeah. I I know that feeling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My back started to get the... sore because I was crouched over the whole time. I was yeah. like, like <laughs> I, I've been filming apart for a while. Like when I film apart, it, I take like three, four months, maybe longer. Yeah. And this uh, part I've been working on for like four months already. And it's mm. still going to be a bit. And Does it have death metal as the music? Uh, mm. No, uh, that one. That one has the other genre I like. That has oh, black okay. and roll. But yeah. I think black and roll is even more hardcore than uh, melodic death metal. Because right. <laughs> in black and roll, like the main topic is Satan. Like, oh, pretty okay, much, nice. <laughs> pretty much every every lyric has something to do with hell, blasphemy, Satan. Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but. Uh, uh, the song is called Six 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 Goats Carry My Chariot by Butcher. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I told the songs have something to do with Satan. Here's the song name. <laughs> it's something yeah. to do with Satan. Yeah, and I like uh, that's also the name of the album of that band, and I love that album, and I love the album name. Yeah, I think it's it's an right. amazing name. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's, it it gets the point across. <laughs> yeah and i still haven't seen that band live and really hope that concerts open back up again yeah nice yeah um cats or dogs dogs easy dogs 100 percent. i love dogs i mean i like cats but like i have a scar on my nose from when a cat scratched me when i was little and ever since then i've me and cats just haven't got along apart from this one cat which isn't actually my cat but everyone thinks he is. His name's Charlie, and he hangs around my house. We don't know who owns him, but he pretty much lives at this house. So, yeah, he's my cat, Charlie. I mean, I mean cats, cats do that. Like, my, yeah. I, I had cats for, for ages. Like, my cat was born at our house, and she, uh, she got to be 19. So mm. I had her for a while. And I have so many scars on my body from her. And, yeah, yeah. And she also would, like, just disappear for, like, five days and then come <laughs> back, like, even fatter than when she left. And... Yeah, it's because the neighbors are feeding, him, are feeding her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, she, she would, like, every time we, uh, like, she, we were outside and it was, like, apparent that she's our cat, people would be like, ah, that's your cat. Yeah, she comes around yeah. all the time for, like, sausage and or every time we're yeah. barbecuing and, yeah. So I'm guessing you're a cat person? Yes. But oh, yes, yes. I, I sadly became allergic. Like, oh, after no. having cats for, like, 20 years, 
when I moved to college and didn't own a cat for a couple of years. Afterwards, I were allergic. Oh no! Now I can't have anything. Like even even dogs are, yeah, are, yeah, not not Something that pleasant. To do with them. But yeah, yeah, but maybe I I can get a cat that's friendly for allergic people. But we'll see. Yeah. I don't know if they make those. <laughs> they, they they do. There there are like oh, some kind, some some breeds that aren't uh, that are a bit better for uh, allergic people. Oh, but okay, good. Yeah, the, like, yeah, it, I don't know how well it would actually work, and yeah, I don't want to get, to get too attached to, to a cat. Yeah, and I don't want to get too attached to a cat. I have to end oh, up yeah. giving away. Like, that oh, would that's work. true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's the favorite beverage? Uh, water. I love water. I pretty much only drink water. Yeah. The okay. only, I've, it's water and it, it, recently if I've been drinking a Red Bull, a sugar-free Red Bull, only if I like really have to get something done. Like if I'm working until mm-hmm. like, like 3 a.m., I'll have one. But I don't drink them just for pleasure. Like that's, it's kind of like a tool. <laughs> I use it to get something done. But if not, just water. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm similar with coffee. Like, I yeah. only drink coffee when I'm at work or working. Like, yeah. On on the weekend, I pretty much never grab a coffee. That's yeah. good. You don't want to get addicted to coffee. Everyone's yeah, addicted I, to coffee. <laughs> I I had a time where I drank so much caffeine. Like. Oh right. <laughs> like I, I think at that time I drank like uh, ten cups of coffee a day, and. Hmm. Yeah, well, like I had days oh, where man. like my heart rate would like go up suddenly, and I was like, "Okay, oh. th- this is not good." <laughs> I can't drink coffee. I don't get it. I don't get how people like it. <laughs> yeah, I only grew to like it. Like, oh, okay, it doesn't right. taste good initially, and at some point, you have to accept the taste to get the <laughs> you energy. You just have to accept it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you end up, up liking that point. it. I will not accept. I refuse. <laughs> I think a lot of people are similar with beer. Like at first, oh, yep. most people don't like beer, and at some point you grew to like it. Right. Yeah, I don't like the taste of it. <laughs> Maybe I'll, one day I'll grow to like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one thing. If you go to Germany, you pretty much have to drink beer. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's all good. You got um, it coming out of the taps. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. And everyone has their favorite beer and their oh yep. <laughs> their least favorite and yeah and their kinds of beer. I think there are more subgenres of beer than there are subgenres of metal, and there are a lot of subgenres of metal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, I know there's like dark beer, and I know there's like beer that's more yellow than the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I even know how they would be called in English, but yeah, in in German there are a lot of different kinds of beer, and right. some some have more hop hop. I I don't even know oh, okay. what what they would be called in English. It's more but... alive. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I I don't really know the differences, but yeah, some some are lighter, some yeah. aren't. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, do you prefer thirty-two or thirty-four millimeter decks? Hmm. Recently, I've been riding thirty-four, but I think I'm going to switch back to thirty-two. I don't know. 
I started writing in a 32 and I, I like it more. I don't know why. It feels better. Every time I switch from now, when I go from my 32 to my 34, it feels mm-hmm. like I'm writing one of those 50 millimeter decks. But you know okay. those really fat ones? I look at yeah. it and I'm like, that looks like a 50 millimeter deck and it's only 34. So I don't know. I like them yeah, both, so- but I think I'm going to transition back to 32. For me, it's the opposite. Every time I try 32, it feels like I'm riding a 26 millimeter deck again. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's so skinny. And when I when I came back to fingerboarding after my break, I still had my 26 millimeter Berlin Woods with me, and yeah. was at the Aussie shop because my wheels were literally disintegrating. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, I need new wheels." And uh, TKY was like can I take a picture of that? Like, I haven't seen those in ages. And someone at the shop was setting up a 34 millimeter deck Mm. and it didn't look like a fingerboard. Like, it was so different. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it was almost double the width, it felt like. Yeah, so fat. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. It's so weird that in fingerboarding, like a couple millimeters make that much of a difference. Oh, it does. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Like, like I, I don't like thirty three millimeter. I don't like thirty four. I like thirty three point three. Like right, <laughs> so <Yeah>. specific. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I would actually. I think, I think I could definitely tell. Yeah, I've had a thirty three. I've never had a thirty three point three, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, the uh, most uh, most Berlin woods uh, that claim to be thirty four are more in the 33.3 category. Oh, okay, and, uh, right. And the 34 millimeter trucks from Black River are also 33.3. Right, so, right. Yeah, it, it's a bit weird. In their, like Subway yeah. and their footlong sandwiches that aren't a footlong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, when, when, they, when the 34 trucks came out, there was like a huge kerfuffle on Instagram where someone measured them and was like, hey, what is this? Right. right. Yeah. But yeah, it all has its reasons. Yep. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Yo, uh, yay. Do you have any sponsors? Uh, nope. Not for fingerboarding. I'm all funded by me. <laughs> my sponsors are my fans <laughs> that watch my videos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's probably a better support than a lot of sponsor people have, so... <laughs> yeah, I love my fans. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. And, and do you have any dream sponsors? Anyone you would want to ride for? I mean, I really like being able to ride whatever I want. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I would love to work with Berlinwood, just because they like my favorite deck. But, yeah, yeah. probably Berlinwood. Or flat face, yeah. but that's just because I want to meet, meet Papa Mike. Papa Maiku. <laughs> yeah, Mike is one of the only like bigger names in the scene I haven't met yet. I mean, I mm. I did do an interview with him, but that was only through Zoom, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't really count, but... He is a yeah. superstar. Uh, Fingerboard superstar. <laughs> he is. But uh, uh, Timo Lieben from Berlinwood, I actually oh, yep. hung yep. out with quite a lot. Oh, nice. not not a lot, but more than. Have you I met Martin Winkler? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, nice. I, uh, Martin Winkler was actually one of the people back back then in the scene 
that I hung out with the most. Like oh, there nice. were a few others, like uh, Fabian Schreiter uh, as well, who's mm. kind of known in the German scene as well. Like he's he's been there forever and has one of the cleanest styles ever. Yeah. And him and Martin Winkler were like my go-to people on events because I was yeah. at at an event in like the early two thousands, and it was from a from a U.S. military base. Like kids oh. from the from the air base or whatever it was, they were doing an event, and there was basically no one from the German scene. Like it was just just the kids there, and they oh, were yeah. hosting the event. And it was kind of near where I grew up. So I went there and Martin Winkler was basically the only other fingerboarder there. So we spent like the whole day hanging out there. And that's where I like really got to know him. And the next time we were at the, at the Fast Fingers, he was like coming to me and saying hi with me, wanting to drink beer. And I was like, how the fuck do you remember who I am? Like, I'm nobody. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> oh, that's real cool. And, <laughs> and uh, like a couple of years ago when he was at an event in Berlin, because uh, I, like I mentioned before, I had a 10 year long break. And mm. so I, there was an event in, uh, in Berlin and I was uh, riding the big mini with him and with uh, uh, Ruben Young and we, uh, for uh, the Black River guy. And we were riding for basically two hours and just drinking beer and mm. ignoring everything else that was happening at the party and just right. shredding the <laughs> mini ramp. And awesome. at some point, Martin Winkler looked up and was like, yeah, I remember you, you riding a transition back then. Because back then, like, yeah. that was all, all I wrote. So that's why yeah. I, I got along with Martin Winkler because it was the oh, only awesome. thing he wrote. Yeah, yeah. That's real cool. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was cool that he remembered me after all those years because it, yeah. nice it was a long time ago. Yeah, Sounds like a nice he's, guy. He's a really cool guy. He's yeah. he's a bit like, I don't know, like he always seems like the like the cliche uh, uh, movie professor, like the oh, okay. very yeah, scatter-minded yeah. and yeah, but yeah. he's su super cool and yeah, I... Every time he's in Berlin, I it's a must uh, to meet up with him, nice. to meet him at the shop. Yeah. Do you have any dream sponsors that you would like to have? Dream sponsors. I know. I think we you just asked me that it. one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I messed up my marker uh, with the questions. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we have a couple of questions left. Um. What's your favorite Instagram follow? So the uh, the account that you like seeing content of the most. Wait, the my favorite. Wait, my favorite Instagram account that follows me. No, that you are following. Oh, okay. Uh, like fingerboard related. Anything. Oh, anything. Could, oh, well. could be a dog page. Oh, could let be me go have a look. Page. I can. I don't, know, I don't really like. I don't really take notice of. What kind of accounts? I mean, I really like deep fried spicy memes. <laughs> I love memes. <laughs> memes are the best. <laughs> I think, wait, let me just find out what it's called exactly. Spicy. It's called Spicy Deep Fried Memes V3. That's, yeah, uh -huh. I like them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll say that they're my favorite Instagram page because they pop up on my feed all the time. 
Sounds like a meme, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's your favorite overall company in fingerboarding? Oh, in fingerboarding. Ah, hmm. Um, hmm. I don't know. Probably Flatface. I don't know. Mm. I like Flatface. Something about them. I like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I like Mike Schneider. But yeah. Yeah, and I think the uh, the Empire he created out of, like, yeah. like from being like a 13-year-old kid is amazing. Yeah, right? like, like I remember when I was, was like, when I first started fingerboarding, which was all, like when I was just like in school, like a primary school, like I only really knew of Flatface and Berlinwood. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I thought yeah, Flatface was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's how a lot of people get introduced to fingerboarding. Like Mike is such a such a big influence when it comes to like being visible on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to overstate how important <laughs> he was to the scene. Because yeah. I, I feel like uh, Germany invented it or made it a thing and yeah. then neglected it for a couple of years and then Mike came along and boosted it to an international level. Right, yeah. Because back you, in Mike. the day, like, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, like, forums didn't even have an English section. Like, it was just right. all the forums were in German. And, yeah, I I didn't even know that a, an English forum existed back then. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the, this brings us to a close. All right. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you yeah. so much for having me. This was fun. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. I always like having people on that I haven't uh, talked to before. And yeah, I you you were on my on my list for a while because I like oh, said, right. I watched your videos for quite a while, but always on a like on and off uh, thing. Like, it's, sometimes they pop up, sometimes they don't. Right. Yeah. But you're not subscribed. No, I, uh, I, I that am, subscribe but... button, everyone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I am. I think there was a time where I wasn't, but uh, I, I definitely am for a yeah. while now. <laughs> Thank and you. I even, even watch some of the non-fingerboard videos. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You're transitioning. Yeah, the, trying to get people yeah, the, to transition, so they watch the, all the of my stuff. The, the cardboard Lamborghini was amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that video was crazy like what came from that video <laughs> like, yeah I, I i saw the follow-up you posted with all the interviews you gave and yeah yeah sold it TV for ten thousand dollars <laughs> yeah that's super <laughs> i mean like uh, selling it for that amount of money isn't really that insane to me because it seemed to have been a lot of work so... i mean yeah but it was also a cardboard car like it was more expensive I mean, but, as, as my but... car at that time <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it's an art piece, like that's true. <laughs> art, art art is never really the sum of it of its components, like no. And I valued always... it at three hundred thousand, so I was pretty disappointed when I only sold the ten. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to get what you, you get what you can get. <laughs> yeah. So you couldn't even buy a, a real Lamborghini with that. No, that's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> yeah, you. Maybe you need to uh, work with Lamborghini for the next video. Oh yeah. And try uh, try to get them uh, send you uh, like a bumper and build a fingerboard ramp out of that or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Lamborghini, if you're listening. <laughs> Here's my Lamborghini. Lamborghini's gonna contact park. me. They're gonna be like, Lamborghini's gonna be like, hey, 
We heard you off of Yana's podcast, and we want to work with yeah, you. It's, it's, it's such a widespread uh, podcast, yes. Lamborghini is going to listen to you. Well, I'll, I'll let them imagine know the though. Imagine if they did. That would be crazy. Yeah. And imagine having like a part of a Lamborghini as a fingerboard obstacle. I know, yeah. <laughs> That'd and, be crazy. And like a like the like the genuine logo from the back of a car yep. somewhere on the park and yeah <laughs> would be cool i guess yeah <laughs> it would be unique okay yeah definitely but yeah thank you so much for doing this and thank you everyone for listening and you'll yeah, thanks for listening the next episode that's right bye. you better come back and listen to the next episode <laughs> all right catch you later yeah. guys bye <laughs> bye